Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Silver Lining Podcast. This is your host, Wendy Rosenthal, an intuitive healer and mindset coach for women, who is here to help you see the gift in disguise in the ups and downs in life so that you heal the mind, body, and spirit. Why? Because I know it is possible. Because I am not letting a cancer diagnosis stop me from living my best life. And I can teach you too how to break free from anxiety and overwhelm from a life-changing diagnosis or an event so that you can remember your healing potential and create the life that you desire. But before we get into the juicy episode from today, I wanted to tell you something, guys, that on the second week of January, the date is coming up soon, I'll be hosting a free masterclass so that we get to learn about how to clean up, get rid of those limiting beliefs, the blocks that we've been feeling, especially this 2020. Now, would you agree that this year has brought up a lot of things, emotions, fears, and a lot of that has been even carried over from the past, right? So this is something that we're going to get into, how to clean them up, how to start clean and have a good, fresh 2021, a more powerful, more potent, more stronger, so that we can actually be more committed and focused into what we want to bring into our lives. So be on the lookout for the date. I'll be giving you more details later on. And the cool thing is that the way we're going to be learning this is how to actually use hypnosis, because this is one of the tools that I've been using in clearing that kind of thinking, the limiting, the negative way of thinking, thinking that we probably are not having enough or that things don't happen for us. And so a lot of of the the fear that has come out in this year 2020 is because a lot of the beliefs have been still in our subconscious mind not being cleaned up not being healed not taken care of and we've been carrying them over throughout the years even our whole lifetime so i'm going to teach you more about that how to get more precise more focused get a clean slate as we go into the next year and really so that we can create the life that we want more freedom happiness joy healthier also and so again i'll be telling you more more details you can also dm me so you are on the wait list and wendy for wellness on instagram so i'll see you guys soon and here is today's episode hello hello you guys and welcome to another episode Oh my God, it's, it's the last episode of the year, 2020. And in just a few days, we're going to be starting a whole new brand year, 2021, in which I truly believe we can have anything and everything we want. And I feel that for a lot of us, 2020 has been full of emotions, full of things, changes, and also lessons that we can take in and reflect back and then also grow and realize that we can still make life happen for us. And um, so in today's episode, I wanted to really take the time to allow us, allow you, myself, and, and all the other people that are either listening or even without having to pay attention to the things we'll talk about, I feel like energetically we can still transmit how we are healing, how we are growing. And really it is all about honoring your feelings of what happened through 2020. And we'll be talking about seven best ways in how to end 2020 powerful so that we can have Uh, a good start to 2021. And once again, this is a time, regardless of what happened in the last 12 months, 
usually towards the end of a period of time, whether it's a month, at the end of the week, at the end of a quarter, most especially at the end of a year, it is a good time to reflect back, right? Because it is really a closing to a chapter, closing of a book, closing of a, a phase, a period of time in our lives that it has, um, in many different ways, it has brought a lot of changes, a lot of growth. Again, I'm talking in general, even, you know, like, let's say for me, it's one of the practices that I, I'm doing now is every weekend on Sundays, I get to reflect in how my week was and then also get ready for the next week by brain dumping, brain dumping and, and journaling a lot. So I feel it is a good opportunity for those of us who are bringing more of that into more of the awareness into our lives and uh, reflecting and assessing and then seeing where can we improve in some areas, right? Like whether it is a personal aspect in business, if you are growing a business or thinking about it, if you are thinking about pivoting, because again, this was another, this was a year in which a lot of us had learned how to pivot or even got, even if we didn't know what that was about, then we looked around us and we saw that people uh, we're still trying to figure out how to make ends meet, right? Like if a lot of people were getting out of their jobs, I personally have seen changes in communities in which moms, you know, dads, people that were laid off or somehow they had to transition into something else, something new, different, or finally start that dream job or that dream business or project they always wanted to do. So so one of the things that um, how I came up with this idea um, is because one, I've been seeing a lot of uh, quote unquote negativity around um, ending this year, right? And probably you've seen it too. Maybe you do feel this way as well. You know, people talking about, oh my gosh, I cannot wait for 2020 to be over. Uh, fuck 2020, you know, like, oh my gosh, everything was so bad about 2020, right? Like poor little to 2020 has been getting um, a bad rap and I mean for a lot of people very understanding because again it's brought a lot of things to the surface and uh, I believe I've mentioned this before in other episodes I also believe this was an opportunity for us to grow because with anything in life that is challenging that it is uh, ground shaking that it makes you get uncomfortable it makes you get out of your fear or get into your fear so you wake up like really wake the fuck up right um that was this was one of those times right that a lot of people uh in the spiritual world as well as the personal world we started questioning a lot of things about our lifestyles about things that how we've been doing life for the last several years or maybe since the time we were born a lot of people started questioning how things are happening around us outside of our home of our personal space and um, I truly believe that there was a lot of awakening happening now at the same time yes let's one of the intentions that I have as well is to really honor those feelings whatever that comes up so there was also a lot of loss there was also a lot of um in the health department right whether it is collectively in the entire community country or the world really 
a lot of um a lot of fear um as far as our our well-being and um life in general and so it got us to get to know hopefully it got us to get to know ourselves at a deeper level as well as knowing how we are reacting or responding to fear to something happening and worldwide in this case so as I was saying, I feel like a lot, there was a lot of negativity around it. And uh, I know and I completely agree with many people saying, yes, let's get it all over with. You know, let's turn on the page. But one of the things that I've I've been reflecting and, and looking into and realizing, and I talked about it today, I think, in a, in a um, video on IG, is that if we keep on stirring the negatives, right, about 2020, and keep on having this negative com- uh, conversation and feeling, uh, you know, like can't wait to like get over it. And part of me, you know, if I do think that way, part of me is probably thinking that I'm a completely, uh, I'm putting 2020 completely behind and don't want to look at it ever again. And so my, that arises, that arises questions for me, right? Like, well, why am I avoiding to look into what was painful? Again, this is back to one of the things that a lot of us coaches talk about, which is really looking at the fear, looking at the shadow that is behind you, uh, the fear that probably is also either behind or in front of you and looking at what's the message, what's the lesson. And even though it is, a little challenging for a lot of people to look at the silver lining in disguise but I truly as you probably know if you listen to this to the episode of the whole podcast silver lining right what is beyond the silver lining even in loss there is something that we can still rescue and I know this has been talked a lot also um, in, in this whole self-development and, um, the whole space of self-growth and, um, in making things better for us. So one of the things that I talked about earlier was if we continue talking negatively about any situation, right. And my, the analogy that I gave was, let's say in a relationship, when someone ends a relationship, usually the healthiest way to engage into another relationship, a newer person, a new relationship is to take some time to reflect back and see, okay, how have I been as a, as a wife, as a girlfriend, as a partner in the past, in the last, you know, relationship, what were the things that I did that I can improve, I can change, I can maybe keep the same. Um, how can I, uh, again, become better? And usually it takes some time. It's not overnight. Um, hopefully it's not years, like sometimes some of us are in. <laughs> but it does take some sort of, you know, time to reflect, think, reassess, uh, understand, and get to change, have the commitment. The same thing, right? Because you don't want to um, jump into a relationship too soon and carry over all the baggage from the past, carry over the pain, the struggle, the challenges in showing yourself as, as genuine as you can contributing to the relationship. You don't want to carry on the negativity that how painful probably the last relationship was. You don't want to carry anger, resentment, any of that, because you want to start fresh and you want to start from a healthy space, healthy for you, healthy for your partner, healthy for everybody who is in that, that, um, union or around that, right? It is energetically as well. So that's why I feel 
it's best to end 2020 in a good note a little bit more positive even if there were more if you were to list things right what was good and what was not so good about the last year and you have a list and you find out that your list for the negative things that happened is longer than the positive that's okay it's okay but still look at them with compassion instead of anger resentment being upset being sad um, and, and because with compassion comes love and then also what will come is also hope and, and, and reassessing and looking back and even saying goodbye to the things that goodbye in a good way also, because what I'm seeing as well as people saying, you know, like again, showing all, all of this with a little bit of anger or resentment. So to honor your feelings, right? Because at the same time, we don't want to dismiss. We don't want to uh, avoid what we've gone through, right? We don't want to uh, pretend that everything was amazing, was positive, because I do realize that it was really, really hard for many people. It was, you know, a lot more harder for some, not so much for others. I mean, it varies, you know, based on experiences, perspectives, but overall, it brought a lot of things emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, in so many levels. And so everybody's going through their own journey and experiencing things differently. And as much as I'm talking to you in a positive way and always is trying to instill that in you, that you keep up and stay positive, there are days, guys, that I'm completely the other way. And I think I didn't even show up then because it was, for me, it was quite awful. Like I, I think maybe around July, August, I truly felt like I was in this depressive state. Um, I've, I don't think I need to go to the doctor to to be diagnosed with it because that's one thing I don't like about doctors and diagnosis because it's already putting a label on you but I do if I was going to a doctor and tell them how I was feeling probably they would have told me I had depression which I think I've been in in and out in and out for quite some time and it's really really um it is really bad a lot more when you are an empath as well because it's not just your feelings and what you're going through and your depression but you get to feel what other people feel as well and so it is exponential I, it felt like it was exponentially growing uh, going into that depressive mode that I remember feeling um, that I was stuck there for a long time and it almost felt like I was back at how I felt nine years ago or so before I was diagnosed with quote unquote right diagnosed with cancer so anyway, so let's still honor the pain, the struggles, and all of that. So I, I just, you know what, looking at my notes, I'm realizing that I already talked to a couple of those things that um, are part of the seven best ways to end 2020 in a powerful way. Because again, it's all about you guys getting your power back. You always had it. It's just that with 2020, it was scrambled. It was, you know, mixed in with so many emotions, so many things that it was very easy to forget and, and to get distracted. So here, let's go back in and get in focus in that you do have the power regardless, no matter what 
happens around, you still control your emotions, your feelings, how you're going through in life and how you respond as well, right? Because it's all emotionally and also physically how you respond, how you take action, how you decide to change things around or how you decide to not change and then still stay in that place of being a victim. And I'm just going to lay it out clear for you guys. A lot of us have felt that way. And in a sense, it also, for some reason, part of us want to feel in that way because we are either calling on attention or we want to be taken care of because part of us is tired, (laughs) tired of doing things all the time or doing it alone, feeling no support. And then, um, yeah, it's draining overall. So I'll um, repeat it because I realized I didn't really number it from the beginning. So the number one thing that I was going to say how to one of the things that you, you could start doing is be of gratitude, like change your mindset again from the negative uh, place where a lot of people are right now. And this is very contagious. It's kind of like the negativity mindset is, is more contagious than the positive way of thinking. So shift that and be in a much better, good attitude, positive attitude. And don't obsess so much about the things that didn't work, but think of what did work for you. Again, even if you were to make a list, it is up to you. I'm not going to tell you to do that because sometimes for some people that could be a trigger as well because it's like you see it again on paper and you can actually quantify, right? You can count it. And for some people, it's like, oh crap, like I had, I don't know, like 50 things that went wrong and I only had like seven that went right. You know, it's up to you. That's an example, obviously, but it's up to you. But if you were to make a list and if you have more things that were negative than the positive things, still look at things that actually work for you and how can you expand that feeling of joy? You know, maybe you were able to finally, after I don't know how many months finally see a friend again and somehow be social again how you finally got to eat back like go back to a restaurant and either eat there you know outside in the patio setting or things that probably we took for granted you know I'm sure this is something very common in a lot of people this year has brought a lot of things that we usually will take for granted and it it really emphasize that like look you had all these things that you never appreciated before and I've heard this from many people so I feel like this is a good opportunity for us to practice that gratitude to so this is number one, to change our mindset, our attitude about it and think more on the positive, which will lead us to counting your blessings. So that's number two, count your blessings, be really grateful of what, again, what you got to have despite of all the other things that were taken away, quote unquote, right? Because some of our freedom was taken away and I know people talked about it when we got to change our lifestyle and having to wear masks and social distancing, not traveling and so on. And uh, instead of thinking of what was taken away, let's think of what was given back to us, back into our lifestyle, into our routine, into our mind, our way of thinking. Again, focus in, in even in the smallest things, because really that is going to bring you back into gratitude. And when you are in gratitude, you are in love, back, bringing back love into your life. So let me just have a little sip. Um, because right now it's actually quite cold. It's late at night. For some reason, I prefer to do my podcast at nighttime. So I'm drinking my little chai tea and um, 
just had like a little scratch on my throat. So that's number two, count your blessings for 2020, because that really is going to start also looking for what else to look forward to in 2021. Now that you're starting a new time, a new phase, a new year, even a new month or week. Again, this could be for any time, right? Um, how can you start looking into all the good things, right? All the good things that are happening around you. Even if it is finally going out for a walk. I don't know where you guys are. If you're in the States, probably you had to live more freedom than people who were in other countries. My family, people back in Peru, they weren't as, um, they didn't have the freedom to even go out for a walk out in nature. So again, you know, looking at the things that could, that actually did work and you could focus more on. Number three would be, again, I know I talked about this already, but is allow yourself to feel, honor your feelings. This goes together with the first two that I already told you. So if you had things positive, things that actually worked, focus on those, feel the joy, feel the excitement, even, even if it was brief right? Like if you finally saw a friend after so long, you could actually go out to have, I don't know, like lunch or something somewhere, even with wearing masks, but you actually got out, have that feeling back again. And how that feeling is going to keep with you, like come back to you every time you go out again and reminding yourself how much joyful probably you felt finally after months of being stuck at home, if you were stuck at home, right? How that felt again, you know, and then uh, maybe spending more time with the family that normally you don't get to do sometimes if you are a busy mom and having, you know, like everybody's busy at home and the kids in school and all that. I know that it was crazy for some people at home if they had to homeschool their kids and some of them are still doing it. But what's a good thing about that as well? Maybe as a parent, now you're more proactively um, being so much involved with your kids, right? And and th this is something that I heard from friends as well. Like some of them are like, oh my gosh, I didn't know how my kids were doing in school until now that they can actually follow up and follow through with their schoolwork. So again, if, if there's joy to feel, feel that. If there is sadness, if the, even if it is anger, guys, feel it, feel all of it. This is for any time in our lifetimes where there's changes, big changes, going through your feelings. Don't put them aside. Don't put them behind you. Don't put like shiny things over it because you, it, my, my hope, my wish for you is for you to express them, to feel them, to let it out so that it's not sucking you. Because if you've been following me for a while, also, you know, I talk a lot about this, about repressed emotions that are stored in our bodies and how, especially the negatives, if they are not processed and gone out of your body, they will be stuck there for a very long time and over time with more stress, more, more um, like piling up things that will create sickness, disease, imbalance in your body. So again, allow yourself to feel, give yourself the time and space to do that as well. You can do it on your own. You don't have to, you know, um, tell everybody what you're doing, but really allow yourself to go through this process. Now, number four, this one, um, it's, it's interesting because this is, which I, it was actually a surprise to myself because I have done this all the time before at the end of the year, starting a new year. And I'm kind of telling myself, you know what, I'm probably not going to do this going forward. Now, this is for you if you are a very 
one very um into your head like overthinking so much and then two if you are also uh very uh masculine essence like very in your um organized very into how things are supposed to go right and what i'm gonna say number four is let let go of the structure uh practices that that probably you've been learning from other people you've been adopting you know like let's say even if it is spiritual like for example and this is what i mean maybe this is better for you to understand for example what's the number one thing that a lot of people talk about when it comes to goals or resolutions or intentions whatever you want to call them right or manifesting what you want and i think i even talked about it or even when i started my whole coaching experience i i believe that i even um i gave I think I did get, give talks in person way back then when I was having meetup groups. And that is the number one thing that a lot of people talk about is having a vision board, right? Building a vision board. You buy your board, you get clippings from magazines. What I do or used to do uh, is printing them out because I, I will specifically look for what I really, really want, how I want it, and then print exactly that because usually I wouldn't find it in magazines. Plus, I don't buy magazines. And so then you have your vision board of all the things that you want in life in the different areas and then look at it every day. And mine right now from this year is right in front of me, in, like on my office, so I get to see it. But one thing that I realized... So basically what I'm saying for me, probably this year, this coming year, I'm not going to do a vision board because what I've been realizing is that most times I do look at it and probably part of my subconscious mind is picking up the information and, and working towards that. But then at the same time, um, I'm not very conscious. I don't spend time like people say you should. If you've been following people or learning about vision boarding, you know that people will say, yeah, like spend at least like a couple of minutes every day uh, before you do anything and look at your what's on your vision board, visualize it, feel it and all of that, right? And I know it does work for some people. I also know that I've heard from other people saying, have um, pictures in your phone because we carry our phones all the time. And so have like a, a PowerPoint kind of thing, like a slideshow of all the pictures of the things that you want to bring in to manifest. And that's also a good idea. But basically, I find that that puts more pressure on me. So Maybe I, at some point, I will rethink about it and make it so that it's more, um, it's not putting the pressure on myself and it's more relaxed, more flowy, more um, organic, um, how I'm bringing in the energy into manifesting what's on the vision board. And then the other thing too is letting go of what's, what's a structure, like this structure practice in this case of manifesting. It really will allow me follow to follow my intuition as well. You know, um, the same thing with a theme. I know I talked about this before. Like every year, I will get a theme for for the year, right? Like last year was freedom. The one before was trust, and so on. And it's something that I will carry along with me throughout the year and journal about it, think about it. Um, I already do theme words for the month and sometimes even for the week 
for the week sometimes what I use is my um, my oracle cards to guide me and I know you've seen me doing that on Instagram but I've like this year was taking action which was interesting because I mean part of 2020 was forcing a lot of us to take action right so it kind of worked but I also noticed that I wasn't paying too much attention even if that's right in front of me like that's like the title of my vision board uh, it says 2020 year of taking action. So that was my theme for the whole year, but I wasn't aware of that. I know it happened because of the circumstances happening around to all of us, but I wasn't consciously acting on it. So one of my theme, and actually, in fact, what I was doing, and as, as I said, what I do every month is I was doing um, subconsciously, I guess, I was doing that on a monthly basis. Like, I will, when I journal, which is something that I do actually love and, and get into more often now, is thinking how at the beginning of the month, how what is the energy? What is that feeling that I'm bringing in? How is it feeling in that moment? And now, by the way, I'm learning more about astrology. And I, I told you this before as well, like the energy of the planets, the signs, the houses, in astrology as well as the moon so i've been learning um, studying and learning that as well through different sources and how impactful it is to be working with the moon and i feel like that's what that's what i can't even talk right now that is what i will be using coming in to 2021 and going forward is really using the energy of the moon the planets and following my intuition and what is my intuition telling me because I'm sure it's going to be saying different things for every single month okay so even if there maybe the overall theme was taking action I'm not I don't know what can come up for next year because this right now what I'm recording is before New Year's Eve so maybe in the first week of January I will I don't know reassess and see how it's feeling but i feel like also there will be um my intuition will let me differently every month and so that i'm not feeling the pressure here's the other thing too i um even though i often want to be more organized in my schedule in the things that i do at the same time i i've noticed that i don't perform well when i'm under pressure like I'm not one of those kind of people that will right away think through and then boom, like make things happen, right? Like I really take my time. I process it. I analyze things. I think about it. So, uh, and, and, and I do way better when I'm like more relaxed, more chill, more laid back rather than being under pressure or being like a, like this is how it's feeling for me with the vision board. I'm looking at it and I'm not connected anymore because part of me is feeling the pressure of looking at it and then having to think back, okay, how many of those things have I gotten this year? <laughs> how many of those things have been come true, right? Because I think that's what a lot of people do towards the end of the year. How have I done? What have I accomplished? And I find even though it might be useful for some people and I feel those people are more in their masculine energy and also um, highly um engage into taking action and, and no matter what making things happen but there are some of us who are not so much like that and we're more into the feelings and i totally you know go about that and i find that if i that's putting more pressure on myself realizing that i haven't probably done or gotten as much of those things that are on my vision board so for me it's more about 
um, uh, like looking back and seeing, okay, I'm happy with what I have gotten, even if it, it wasn't exactly how I wanted it, which is exactly the experience for many people now, right? So again, it's, it's really what feels good to you guys. If you are all about vision boarding, again, go ahead and do it if that really brings you joy. For a while, it was bringing me joy because I'm also one of those people who like to do things, likes the ritual, likes to have those kind of practices, but it's more of the doing it rather than the, the whole purpose of it, which was manifesting from it. Um, and I think I was um, more obsessed about the process of making it rather than the end, um, which is not a bad thing because ideally we always want to be excited about the process rather than the outcome. But I feel that I go more towards the enjoyment of doing it rather than making it happen. I don't know, just my way that I, how I'm seeing it right now as I'm speaking, actually. So, ah, okay. So this is number four. Number five. Wait, how am I doing? One, two, three, four. Yeah, I think it's four, five. Oh my gosh, seven, six. I don't know how many they're going to be. So number five would be, <clears throat> again, because this is the year that's been so, it's brought so many changes, so uncertain. <sighs> Honor your feelings um, of what's happened this past year as you are okay with uncertainty, meaning um, being uncertain is okay sometimes, you know, in acknowledging that there, the, the having that fear of uncertainty is really fear of not being in control. So why don't we go back, let, let off a little bit, like, loosen up and and not obsess so much in being in control because this year has taught us that right you will agree i will think that this year has taught us to let go of control to surrender because we don't know what's tomorrow like we don't know how things are going to turn into the next day the next week and so on for ourselves personally as well as for the community for a whole country or the whole world right so being okay with uncertainty, being okay with letting go of the control, being okay with the changes and being open to the opportunities. Because if we are going into 2021 thinking, okay, so I didn't get all these things. And this is guys, this is what I've been hearing in the business world, like with small businesses, people who are growing their business, starting or are already in it. One of the things that I'm hearing is, since for a lot of us, ha like changes, you know, have to happen. Like a lot of people had to cancel uh, workshops, live shows and um, or uh, retreats and like in-person activities. And um, and now they had to pivot into online. So now they're going into 2020. OK, once, you know, we go back to quote unquote normal, I'm going to do all the things I didn't get to do. And I'm going to squeeze in like two. I don't know. I'm just kind of guessing. Um, uh, like two workshops, you know, one retreat, you know, every two weeks. I mean, no, that's crazy. Every two months and so on, right? Like trying to squeeze in and put in basically a whole year worth, um, which was what's ending into next year. So in a whole year, you have twice the amount of commitment, commitments or engagements, which is crazy, guys. You know, why do we keep pushing ourselves into doing so much without... Um, taking it easy and, and respecting our ourselves, our energy space, our well-being. 
So be okay with what's to come, what's uncertain. We already went through this in this lifetime for many of us, right? Um, and, uh, and being okay with what's coming, being okay with the changes. And even though it's hard to say, well, let's be prepared just in case, or let's be ready, because again, ready is not always 100% true. But let's be okay with the changes, but still, you know, somewhat, I guess, somewhat prepare, right? Like have some sort of backup plan for whatever it is that you're having or you're growing, you're creating, right? Or in your life even. It's, it's the same thing as when there is a, like, um, don't you get those warnings when there's earthquakes or any kind of natural disaster, have your emergency kits kind of thing. So I think this year has been a good um, opportunity for many people to, to get on their emergency kit for life, right? For whether it is finances, whether it is in health related and so on. So be okay with what's to come. Let go of that fear. If being in fear is okay as long as you don't stay in it for way too long. So don't be afraid of feeling that um, uncertainty, feeling the, the, even if it's the fear, right? Because that's, if you feel it, if you go into it and you ask the questions, as I always tell you guys, ask the fears questions and what's coming up? Like, what is this fear bringing up or forward? What is it telling you about yourself, about your safety, security, how you're prepared or how you, you know, you are, um, how you're doing life basically. So that's number five. Number six would be being okay with facing the limiting beliefs. And again, this, um, this 2020 has been a perfect teacher for that as well, because with all the changes that has happened, a lot of things came up for us at the personal level, mindset level, and a lot of our limiting beliefs came up to the surface, right? Whether it's scarcity, like, oh my gosh, I don't have enough. Like I, I like definitely life sucks. Like a lot of things that I lost, these are examples, like if I lost things or family, it's like nothing is working for me, or how can I dare to want more when there's other people who don't have anything right now, and then we retract, we hide, we um, get into the fear, and so as probably you've heard this year, like there's been a lot of, um, a lot of exponentially a growth of stress for a lot of people, stress, fear, uncertainty, um, health, not just because of COVID, but in general, because of being stressed, it really shakes up your immune system. So there's been more people getting sick of many other things, not necessarily COVID, but overall, a lot of that came up and, uh, and made us in one way or another, pay attention to how we deal with stress, how we deal with life changes, how are we dealing in all the areas in our lives, personally, physically, you know, and all of the other stuff, but being okay with, with what comes up. And one of the things that I've been talking to you more and more lately is one of the areas, this is one of the areas that I'm getting more into and very passionate about it because I feel that a lot of us have a lot of limiting beliefs that we don't, we are not even aware of. 
And one of the things that happens is, is that when we don't uncover it, we'll just let it go, let it brew, let it marinate over and over for so many years. It's getting stronger. It's getting concentrated. If you think of the analogy of cooking something up, when you cook something for a long time, it, it either burns or it either uh, uh, gets stronger in flavor, right? So either way, good or bad, but it gets like more intense. So that's exactly what happens when you are into really in those limiting beliefs and not letting them out. And one of the things that I've been getting a lot more into and involved and in teaching people and helping people with is hypnosis, because that really brings out those limiting beliefs. Where do they really come from? How can we heal them from the past? Because a lot of it, we know that it comes from some sort of, at some sort of point in our lives when we were younger, smaller, you know, in life and how they got programmed into our minds, our subconscious mind, which is the one that we don't get to use as much. Or if we do, we use the negative, quote unquote, the negative side of it rather than, because that's all we've known, right? And we've never got to change it. We never got to change those negative beliefs. So that's what we know, but we don't, we are basically the subconscious mind is what's driving us, what's, what's operating us, what's is the leader basically like telling us what to do, what to do in autopilot, but we don't tell it to change the mindset. We wouldn't tell it to change the negative belief into positive, to tell us what to do something positively, if that makes sense. So that's something that I'm getting more and more passionate and getting involved in. And uh, I feel that this is an area that we will get to explore more going forward because for what we've gone through this past 12 months has been awakening, right? It's been, it has been bringing a lot of beliefs that we probably didn't know we weren't aware of. And so people are like, oh, um, what do I do now? How do I, um, you know, how do I evolve? How do I change? And especially for people who, let's say people who have lost their jobs and now they're like, oh, okay, how do I make money? Okay. Um, I hear people say, start a business, study something or get into a completely, you know, changing the plan and getting into, let's say starting a business, right? Like getting into that kind of, um, environment and, and learning about it. And then some people will freeze because they're like, oh, I don't know how to do that. Like, I don't have it in me. It's so hard. Like, who's going to buy from me? Who's going to believe me? And so we don't recognize our self-worth. We don't think that we are enough. We think that we're different. We don't think that it's going to happen, which are exactly what our mind, our subconscious mind will make us believe that we're not good enough, that we're very different from everybody else. Who is going to buy from us? Who's going to accept us who we are now? And, uh, and that things are not available for us. So that's what we get to explore in hypnosis, how to find that and reprogram those beliefs and then making that transition, that, that transformation. So that would be number six. And then this final and seventh thing that I'm, um, I'm sharing with you guys is how to, these are, I'm talking about the seven best ways to end 2020 in a more powerful way so that we can actually stand, start a new year from a new point, a new way of thinking, feeling, and being. So the last one, number seven, it is really recognizing that 2020 has been a great teacher. 
you know, overall has really been a good teacher for us um, and is offering us a way of growth, right? Again, let's not forget also that we get to recognize that there's been loss, there's been changes that has really shaken up our world. But at the same time, um, how how this is really a time for a lot of people to make quick um not decisions, but make quick assessment of how things are going in your life. Now, I don't know if you are aware of this or if you are into um, the energy, like how people talk about, you know, the full moon, new moon, the energy, the planets and all that. It's a little bit of astrology, right? Like I know there was a lot of hype talking about the great conjunction on the 21st, right? Was it 20? Yeah, the 21st, um, 12th, December 21st, and the solstice. And then also in, was it solstice? I think so. Is that what you say? And, and how Saturn and Jupiter were in conjunction and, and the energy, how, and a lot of people were talking about this period of time and going forward, that's like a new era starting and how things are happening faster in a good way. So don't, don't be on your butt, like start taking action and uh, anything and everything that you want will come true as long as you are aware of how you are living your life. Don't, don't just wait, like basically also do something, right? And so one of the things that a lot of us that has come with that, those conversations, the talks, is that there's not time to waste. As you know, 2020 has taught us so many things and a lot of us had to take action, messy action even, but any action, it creates emotion, it creates um, uh, a result, it creates a way of being or living, right? And so as we get into this new year, one of the things, again, how you finish this 2020 is going to create a momentum or lack of the momentum going into 2021, going into the next year. So we still have, um, by the time you listen to this, uh, let's see. Yeah, this is going to be air tomorrow, which is the 30th. So you only have like a couple of days really to make peace with what has come into your life this year. Again, guys, let's continue being positive. Let's bring in more hope, more love, more compassion. Also honoring our feelings. Let's not forget that. If it was painful, go through, like feel it also. Feel the pain. If you want to cry, scream, get mad, do that. Let it out. Really empty that out so your body, your container is fully relieved, fully, I wouldn't say empty, but fully opened and more expansive to receive new things right because your container is 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 limitless it's like you know like it doesn't have a bottom it's like those wine uh barrels without bottoms (laughs) so it's going to be expensive accepting anything and everything that you put in it so as much as this year has been all over the place like a roller coaster for so many people and uh, really, it is your choice. It is how you want to experience life. 
okay once again if you need some time to acknowledge the negative aspects of it do that you know it is your right i don't want you to completely omit anything if you lost someone in your family if you lost your job if things just completely didn't work for you honor that as well and make peace with it but also ask the questions that i often say you know like what is the message coming why is it happening at this time that you need to learn from it and don't stay in it for too long. That's one thing that I always say. If you get to to feel your feelings and having to go through your emotions, do that, but don't don't stay in it for too long. I find that many people, and this is what I'm finding as I've been doing um, the hypnosis sessions, is that when people are staring so for so long into a same emotion like anger or sadness or resentment for way too long, eventually, and obviously when I say too long, I mean years or decades guys a lot of us have been living with those emotions for all of our lives and uh and if if you never let it go it's going to come up stronger and stronger it's going to keep it's like a volcano it's going to keep bubbling underneath you don't see it you don't feel it but there will be a point in, in which it's going to explode erupt show up and that's hopefully not too late okay i mean i know that we always get to do things but that's when then things come really full force and and um there's no other way out other than really getting deeper into the the shadows right deeper into the fears and and it's best to work on it before something happens rather than you being in the middle of it being in the pit being in that shitty hole okay so Let's not waste time. Let's let's do all the things that we get to do to make our lives better, our minds, our body, our soul healthier, uh, healed, and uh, in a sense, you know, open to receive once again. Maybe not so much ready because again, this year has taught us about being ready, right? You can either be ready or not, but then at the same time, it's like even if you're ready, how do you know you're 100% covered? You never know. You never know what's going to happen. So hopefully this, these are some of the lessons that are coming to you as you are reflecting back into what's, what's going on this past 12 months. So once again, I'll see you next time next year. You know, once we are already uh, in, stepped into the new year, I wish you as always a happy, happy end of your year 2020. Lots of love, lots of compassion, lots of care for you, a lot of healing and wellness. And one thing also I want to say before ending up is uh, in two weeks, so I've, I believe it's going to be on the, because I want to make it around the moon cycle. So I believe it's going to be around the new moon or so. I'm going to be offering this masterclass. It's a, an hour and a half or so masterclass in which I'll be talking more about how to heal those repressed emotions, how to heal those from those limiting beliefs that are holding us back. Because one of the things that I want to do is really make sure that all of you guys have the tools to clean up all the energy that is that is carrying over that somehow we're carrying over from 2020. How can we clean that off? and get ready for a good 2021 and this is by using hypnosis which is something that i truly believe that is helping a lot of people so i cannot wait for you guys to learn more about it so that's what the masterclass would be about how how can we use this tool to really 
get ourselves free, right? Like set ourselves free from all the things that have been holding us back, especially in the last year, which I feel like a lot of it has been uh, brought up from past, uh, our past, um, uh, not life, but our past basically, right? Since we were young. So I'll give you more details about that. So be on the lookout, but as always, you can always reach out to me, send me a DM and I'll let you more about the details. <sighs> all right, guys, that's all I wanted to share. Happy, happy new year. All the great things for you. I'm very positive that things are going to change for good. And once again, very grateful for you guys to be here with me. So love you all and I'll see you guys next year. Bye.